0: Hi, I'm Liz Kopko, and I'm the host of the L podcast. This podcast is all about L's. So, letting go what doesn't serve you, learning who we are, what we want out of life, and how the hell to get there, leveling up in life, and most importantly, learning to love ourselves in the process. So, let's go. Good morning, and happy Thursday, guys. I am doing a lot better than I was last episode. So if you haven't listened to the last episode, I shared what it was like to have an anxiety attack, a panic attack. And I shared what it was like as I was having one. And so yeah, last week was a little bit hard. Um, Going through a panic attack is difficult. But I feel like the days after are also kind of just as bad because you're recovering from it, your body's physically recovering from it. Your brain is mentally trying to recover from it. But unfortunately, life doesn't stop happening. You know, you still have to go to work. You still have to take care of your kids. You still have to live life. And that is really what can make living with depression and anxiety and panic attacks even harder because you're you're trying to, you know, put out this one fire while a thousand other ones are starting, right? And so what I'm feeling a lot better. And I wanted to take this opportunity to share what you can do to prepare for those lows. So when you're, when you're in your highs, so like I'm feeling great, I've been sleeping okay, I've gotten back into working out, I've gotten back into focusing on my nutrition, I started a new job, so that's some exciting news. Um, I started a new job with a diabetes nonprofit, and so I'm super stoked to be able to do something I'm really passionate about. But that's besides the point. I'll, I'll talk about career changes in a different episode. But I'm feeling better is what I want to say. And for anyone who lives with depression and anxiety, you know, you have your good days. You have your days where, you know, you feel cute. You feel on point. you you know, your underwear and your bra match, like everything's aligned. And so it's when you're in those positions that you really have an opportunity to. And when I say opportunity, I mean, you have the energy to actually prepare for when you're not feeling this great. And so I wanted to share some of my tips and tricks on how to do that exactly. So to start off, um, when you're in a low, so when you're having you know, anxiety attacks, a rough week, you know, back-to-back anxiety attacks, it, you don't have energy. And so when you don't have energy, there's, you're in survival mode and when you're in survival mode i think it's unfair for us to put extra pressure on not only surviving but also being productive but also being present but also you know being perfect and we put those pressures on ourselves um unnecessarily and so when you're in those lows you really have to shift your your mindset and your perspective so like and what i mean by that is acknowledging that you're in survival mode. And that can be very difficult. That can be very hard for um, people like me who you know we enjoy being productive. We take pride in our work and um, and it's very difficult for us to stop. It's very difficult for us to to rest and to just sit still and not do anything. Believe me, that feels like torture sometimes. Um, but it's so necessary. Like our body, when you're having panic and anxiety attacks, that's your body physically telling you, "Hey, you need to slow the hell down, and you need to listen to it," because I mean, it's gonna keep. Sorry, I got distracted by a phone call. Um, but what I was saying is that, you know, we put this extra pressure on ourselves, and it can be very difficult to rest and to stop. And so, your body's gonna make you stop, like whether you like it or not. Eventually, your body's gonna be like, "Hey, we're not we're not cooperating with you anymore. We're we're taking over." And so when you don't have energy to do other things, the best thing you can do is prepare yourself. And so um, the first thing I do, and the first thing that really I drop the ball on usually is my nutrition. So when I'm having those low moments, I tend to eat out more. I tend to go through the drive-through and that gives me even more anxiety because then I feel guilty that I know I'm not making healthy choices when I should be, especially Um, As a diabetic, food impacts my health so much that I know that making this one decision can have a long-term effect. And so there's guilt. But when you're in that situation, the, you know, one way that you can really help yourself is have emergency meals. And so there's a couple different ways you can do this. Um, You can either, you know, make big batch meals. So usually when we make dinner, it's just Jamie and I, so we only need two meals, but we end up making like four or six meals worth because we, we eat leftovers, um, but you can also make big batches, put them in containers and freeze them. So they, you know, whenever you're having those low moments, you have meals that you can just pull out, you know, nuke in the microwave and you're ready to go. Um, another option, and that might not work for everyone because I, like we don't have a lot of freezer space. So it's very easy, and especially if you have kids and you know a large family, I'm sure your freezer is probably already full. Um, you can also buy frozen meals. If you don't even have the energy to cook, frozen meals are totally okay to go. Um, and when you're in survival mode, remember, you're in survival mode, your, your main goal is to just eat. It's not necessarily important what you're eating, how much you're eating, how often you're eating. It's just important that you're eating. And so frozen meals are a great example of how to prepare for emergency moments. So lean cuisines, I don't know, um, Stouffer's, anything that you can find in the frozen section and just keep, keep on hand. Um, that's another really great tip and trick that I use when I, I know that lows are gonna happen. That's just part of life. As someone who lives with anxiety and depression, I know it's gonna happen. And especially if you're single and you don't necessarily have a partner or spouse there that can maybe cook for you or take over some of the responsibility, um, it can be very difficult. And I remember when I was single, living by myself, um, whenever I would have really low weeks, um, sometimes even months, ramen was my go-to, you know, anything that's just quick. And so having emergency meals on hand, um, whether it's something that you cooked and froze or buying frozen meals, those are really great ways to have something on hand. Um, Another option where uh, I've gone to like Sam's Club and I buy like the big boxes of mac and cheese, like the box that has like 30 boxes inside of it, kind of big. And so we keep those on hand because there's like right now, for example, Jamie's fighting the flu. So he's pretty sick. Um, you know, cough's not gross. I'm trying to stay away from him, but we live together. And with a new job, it's been kind of tiring. So, like, neither of us really have energy to cook, you know, a full blown four-course meal, what have you. But we can do mac and cheese. We can put some frozen chicken tenders in the toaster oven while we make mac and cheese. And so it's nice to also have those kind of things on hand. Um so frozen meals, easy to cook meals, um, pre-cooked meals, those are all really great things to have on hand for when you're having those lows. My second tip, and this is probably my favorite and I feel like most underused is, and I will disclaimer this that I, I'm torn with this tip. I love it because it's useful, but also um, Jamie and I try to be very eco-friendly, you know, conscious of how much waste we're producing. But my second tip is use disposable utensils and plates when you don't have energy for me when I see the sink pile up with dishes that gives me even more anxiety that makes me not want to be in my kitchen that makes me which means if I'm don't want to be in my kitchen that means I'm not cooking or even worse, that means I'm not eating and so you tend to avoid areas of clutter of um, anything you're trying to put off and doing dishes is a huge thing I put off. Like I hate doing dishes, even when I'm in my highs. So I think it's totally acceptable when you're in survival mode to use paper plates, to use, you know, plastic utensils, whatever you can. I understand that, you know, it can be wasteful for some people. And, you know, we try not to do that. So we'll get, you know, paper plates instead of plastic or instead of styrofoam. Um, We do have a dishwasher. And, That's a really great um, help, but we both really hate doing dishes. And so even with a dishwasher, we both hate loading and unloading it. And so the key thing about preparing for Lowe's is trying to make things as easy as possible for yourself. Um, So if that means using disposable plates and utensils, disposable cups, then do it by all means, do whatever you need to do to survive. Um, And having those on hand isn't bad because if you ever, you know, have a party or have guests over, like you have those for parties. So it's not like they're completely going to waste if you buy them. Um, My next tip is probably something that I've done more recently. And I think this is more of um, more of an option for privileged people. I acknowledge that is outsourcing chores. And, you know, if you're able to afford and, um, a uh, house cleaner, someone to come and clean the house once a week. I know that's money. So that's, you know, a privilege to be able to do. But you can also ask for help. Like, um, I know, when we're in our lows, we we tend to isolate ourselves, and we want to stay home, and we don't want to see anyone. But, and this is a really big but, we have people that love us, we have people that want to help, that you know want to be there for us because we probably have been there for them but when you're having those lows i highly encourage you if you need help ask for it you know it whether you know put your ego aside put your pride aside if you need help if you know that you know Someone doing the dishes would really make you feel better, so you don't see the mess and you don't feel like a mess. That's that's me. That's how I feel sometimes. Ask a friend if they'll you know, can you please come over and help me with this? Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, friends and family will be more than happy to do something like that, because to them it's no big deal. Like yeah, I can wash dishes. That's I do it all the time, but for you, like that's running a marathon. That's a huge task, and so if someone can help help you when you're in your low, by all means, let them help you. Um, Because you would probably do it for them, right? And I, this is something I always have to tell myself and remind myself like, okay, if the tables were turned, if it was my friend who was, you know, having severe depression and just needed someone to come tidy up their house, heck yeah, I'd be there. I would totally help clean and, you know, maybe bring some flowers and, you know, help brighten their mood something as simple as doing dishes can make such a huge impact for someone who's having a low week or low day, that it's worth it. And so you'd be surprised how many people love you and would be willing to do something as simple as that for you. So ask for help. Or, you know, if you're not as lucky to have help, if you can hire someone to do it, by all means do that. Um, but one thing I've been doing, so we don't we don't hire anyone. Um, but we invested in a Roomba. If you don't know what that is, it's the, the little vacuum machine robots that, you know, you press clean and it'll run around and vacuum your house. And it has been so helpful. Let me tell you, I will never not have one. Um, I got it off of Facebook market, so you don't have to buy it brand new. You can, you know, look at garage sales, look at, you know, Facebook markets. Um, online ebay whatever used refurbished you can find cheaper options um so we got ours off of a facebook market and it's absolutely great you know having a dog um you know there's dog hair everywhere and we can tell when i can kind of tell when i'm feeling more of a low because i can literally see hairballs in the hallway like you walk by it and it like flies up and then it settles back down you know and so seeing that gives me more anxiety because I know like, crap, I haven't vacuumed. Crap, I haven't cleaned. Like, okay, what a great reminder to visually see that you're starting to have a load. And so right, like right now I'm, I'm recording this episode in my home office and Roomba, her name is Gertrude. We named her Gertrude. <laughs> she's upstairs working. So she's upstairs cleaning, vacuuming while we're downstairs working. And so it, it's just such a huge help to take one thing off of my list to do. And we actually just purchased one that mops. So like, I hate mopping, it's a hassle, but for how often we go outside and come back in, especially with the dog, like there's paw prints and mud prints everywhere. So one less thing to do off my list. Um, I mean, if I have to pick between emptying a little robot and pressing a button versus carrying around a, a vacuum throughout the house, I'm gonna press the button. I'm gonna choose that option. And so that's something that you can do to kind of um, help take something off your list. Again, remember, being in survival mode is about making things as easy as possible for yourself. Uh, I will also say, so any other way that you can take something off your list, ask for help, hire someone, um, automate things, you know, use your dishwasher, uh, things like that, try to make it as easy for yourself as possible. The other thing I will say is when you're having your low, the best thing you can do for yourself to prepare is have a support system. And that's gonna look different for absolutely everybody. Not everyone's gonna have a supportive spouse. Not everyone's gonna have supportive parents or supportive siblings or you know, close enough friends to come help. And so have a support system and whatever that means for you. I, I don't really have any friends where I live. Um, I, you know We live out in the woods, so there's really nowhere near, no one near us. Uh, my in-laws live about an hour away, so that's an option. Um, and sometimes Jamie's also not feeling great. So we're both kind of just feeding off of each other's lows, and that can be really hard. Um, so find a support system, whether it's within your family, outside your family, in your local community. Um, definitely getting involved with the local community, whether that's volunteering or um, joining organizations, start creating that support system that you need. And I know right now with COVID, it, it's really hard. Like, believe me, it, like I said, I don't really have any friends here because I haven't been able to kind of go out and meet people. Um, but you can do that virtually now. I know it's not the same, but it's better than nothing. And so I'll put it in the show links, um, there's a few online organizations that have virtual support groups that you can join in um, that have really been helpful for me um, and especially some of my, my close loved ones that really need the support but you know can't go see a doctor soon or don't have insurance to go see a doctor and see a therapist and counselor. So free resources are really important for people and so I'll share some of those in the show notes. Um, but having a strong support system and communicating with them how they can help you. So for um, for Jamie, like I tell him, you know, sometimes I need space, and that's very important to communicate because can you imagine if I just like avoid Jamie all the time? That's probably going to cause issues in her marriage. But if I tell him like, hey, I just need some space, then he understands where I'm coming from. He understands that it's not. It's not about him, that it's not something he's done. It's what I need and something that I need to do. And so communicating with your support system how they can best support you is important. Although I will say, sometimes we don't know. And that's okay. Sometimes we don't know how people can help us. We don't know what we need. We don't know how to feel better. And that and in in those instances, the best thing you can do is ask them to keep checking in on you. Like, I think that's the bare minimum that we can ask people to do is, you know, hey, just keep checking in on me. Send me memes. So that's my go-to. Send me memes, send me pictures of your your pets, anything to maybe cheer me up. Um, But whatever you can think of that might help you, that might help make things easier for you when you're in survival mode, by all means, please share that with your support system. Because again, they're they want to help. They want to be there for you, but sometimes they don't know how. And they don't want to overstep boundaries. They don't want to offend you. They don't they don't want to put more pressure on you. So, that's totally understandable. And if you don't know, that's okay to say too. Like, "Hey, I don't really know how you can help me, but you know, thanks for checking in. Just keep checking in." And my absolute last tip, and this is the hardest, you guys, like I struggle with this all the time. The best thing you can do when you're in a low is to lower the bar. Now, what I mean by lowering the bar is be okay with not looking like a model. Be okay with not doing your hair. Be okay with not wearing makeup. Be okay with, you know, not looking at your best. That's okay because you're, again, in survival mode. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to be your best. You just need to be And so lowering the bar also means being okay with a little bit of mess. And oh my gosh, that's even hard for me to say out loud. But being okay with your house not being, you know, crystal clear clean with, you know, having some dirt, having some dishes, having some laundry piles. Like I know it's really hard, but the laundry is going to be there when you're not in your low. You know, dishes are going to be there when you're not in your low. So you can get to them when you get to them. Right now you need to focus on surviving and those things are okay just waiting there. Um, Yeah, lowering the bar is really hard, especially for me personally. It's hard because my environment impacts me so much, if that makes sense. So like um, having seen clutter is a trigger for me. It, it triggers anxiety attacks. it triggers um, some some PTSD from my childhood. and so having clutter is like my biggest priority to rem- to take care of right away. But when I'm in my low, it, it can't do both, right? I can't survive, put all my energy towards surviving and try to keep my house you know as clean as possible. It just doesn't happen, it doesn't work. but having that expectation that I can do both also doesn't help. And so I've <coughs> excuse me. And so i really tried to work on lowering that bar and being okay with not being okay and with my surroundings not being okay. Because once I'm out of my low, like this past weekend, I like deep clean this house. Like I, I scrubbed, I I vacuumed, I mopped, I even like washed the carpets. Like when you're having your highs, you can do all those things. But when you're in survival mode, make it as easy as possible. And the best thing you can do to make things as easy as possible is to take things off of your plate. So I hope these tips have been helpful. Um, Preparing for your lows is probably one of the best things that I've done um, as far as learning how to get through them lows are going to keep happening. Like I'm not here to say that you're never going to have lows if you do these things. Absolutely not. You're going to have them probably more than you'd like to admit. They're going to keep happening. So the best thing you can do is learn to live with them. And the best way to learn to live with them is to prepare for it. So let me know if any of these are helpful. If you have any that have helped you, please, by all means, DM me or comment on the show. And I'm super excited to uh, talk to you next week. Hope you have a great weekend. Bye. this podcast was helpful please share it with a friend with a coworker, with a neighbor with the stranger down the road uh, help me spread this knowledge as far as possible because we all sometimes need a friend that's there for us that's looking out for us so stay tuned thanks for listening in and I'll talk to you next time